Ladies and gentlemen, please make sure you are following us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And please do leave us a five-star review. It helps us more than you can imagine. Anyways, enjoy the podcast. All right, and we're back for episode 102. Today is the Friday episode. You know what's happening. It is the debate. You clicked on it. Yeah, happy Friday, listeners. Hope you've had a lovely week. Mine's been okay. Just the weather's just a little bit cold. Um, Rainy. Rainy. A bit sad. Uh, Amazon football this week was... Blooming brilliant. Belted. Congratulations to all those teams that have won. <laughs> Do you want to look? for the teams that have lost. Yeah. Do you want to look? And congratulations to the side that have drawn. Drilled. Everyone's a winner. Another point towards whatever you're going for this what season. I <laughs> what I love is people obviously all know yeah. the recording isn't on a Friday, but I just we're always going to talk about our week and everyone loves it. And I know they do because they always message saying, why do you keep doing that at the start? Yeah. And we're going to always do it. What was your favourite game this week? <laughs> my favourite game this week. It was, was one of them on Amazon. It was the Amazon Tuesday night game. What was it? Which one? Oh, it was the first one. The first one? Yeah, it was so good. Whichever one, Ali McCoy still on commentary. Oh, that's a good answer. Good answer. That, uh, I can't remember the game, but it was 2-1. <laughs> I hope there's no guarantees. She's 2-1 now. Could you imagine? No. But I could have just had a great moment. Yeah. Yeah, that red. <laughs> so many bad refereeing decisions this week. Anyway. Shock. <laughs> but this debate... Wolves again now, 10 points oh, of no. an <laughs> <laughs> But we've got Ben and Cy back on again. Um, we didn't do it last episode, and I don't know why. Um, can we intro the shirts? Ben, what shirt oh, are you wearing? Uh, 13, 14, 13, 14, 13, 14 Bayern shirt with a Streets Won't Forget player of Mario Goetzer on the back. Some boy. Um, yeah. I like the uh, design. I don't think they're doing any more of this design, though, are they? It was the last season No, the, season blue, of the it. blue and the red nurse last doesn't, time I had it. It's just, do it anymore. See, it's a classic bond. Well, you know, when the first came through, that were blue and red. And it, I, just, I think it's a brilliant kit. I think it's so good looking as a kit. Uh, yeah, like the way it all, all the print on the back drops nicely as well, with yeah. the player's name at the bottom, I think, as well. I just don't think Bayern miss with kits. No, they... I even like this year's, even though it doesn't look like Bayern, I like it. And I love the way kit this year. Yeah. I think the way kit's stunning. Probably next purchase to be honest with you. So yeah, we've got Ben in the corner. We've also joined by Ollie McBurney again, dressed as now. Still suspended. Still suspended. Disgusting. He tried to elbow Sai after for some reason <laughs> in the last episode. We have words. Literally, yeah. So I was leaving the room and all of a sudden, two footed, Ollie comes in and we put him back down on the sofa. But he, he'll be here over Christmas. Fair, he has got weighted feet about him to be fair. You yeah, I'll tell you now, you do those. not want that. Yeah, that's from a swelling when I hit him in the woods. <laughs> 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 uh, and we've got Soy. Soy, how are you doing? I am very well, very good, mate. Very good indeed. Good. And intro your shirt. As I well. am wearing the Ajax uh, sh- away shirt. Must be from three years ago. I think this was the first one hundred percent recycled material shirt or something like that. Um, very green. Yeah, it? it's just stunning the shirt though, isn't it? I, I think it's, I really like it. Always have done. Reminds me of the ocean. Again, Ajax don't miss with kits, do they? Ajax, they don't. Do not miss. It's Adidas, isn't it? Adidas it always. Yeah, yeah, they always just like Bayern. I've got set clubs oh, yeah. which yeah. have just fantastic nice shirts. They just nice them every year. Even, I'm going to say it's quietly, Arsenal's kits as well. Why did you have to whisper that? Because of Mike. I like <laughs> the way you whispered it but also lent into the microphone so probably people heard it even louder then because you went, oh, no. Arsenal. <laughs> it was almost ASMR kit talk that was. I oh, know. Arsenal do have nice kits and it, you know, fair play to them. And I do really like the Arsenal kit this year. I think it's the best in the league. And not many people agreed with me when I did that the home video. One. The home one, yeah. I think it's the best home shirt in the league. Um, I am wearing a Cairo shirt uh, from Africa. 
they have won the African equivalent of the it. Champions League. <laughs> Do you know why? It's literally come out the box. I got it yesterday. I got it yesterday, so and my mum said, uh, "Can you tidy up?" And me being me, shoved it back in the box and lobbed it under the Christmas Fantastic. tree. Um, in between podcast recordings, couldn't remember where I'd put it. Just quickly ran around downstairs and just spotted the mess under the tree. <laughs> and now it's on. Uh, they've won the equivalent of the African Champions League twice. Lovely. Um, very good side. Naughty shirt, by the way. I'm a big fan of that it. little bit of like shine that the badger's got on it on the red as well. Light yes. hits it, just shines off nicely. Yeah, you do get. I had that on the Malacca shirt that I wore in the last episode. I do find myself sometimes just like scratching it and it probably looks like I'm just scratching my nipples you, as we're talking. Do you feel yourself over nipples? Well, it's, if my nipple was up here, then there would be a problem. My oh, nipples are, are <laughs> slightly below her. Uh, below her? That's a great word. Below her. Um, but today's below. episode, let's move away from nipples. We are talking <laughs> about... Yeah, don't talk about your third nipple. <laughs> we are talking about the stars. Premier League's <laughs> top 10 managers right now. And now what I'm going to... just just a little bit of intro for everyone. Now, we've all gone away and done this ourselves. We haven't spoken about each of the top tens. So it's what you perceive to be right now. And this is, I always think, the big points to make with these debates. We all kind of perceive it differently. I may look at some of last season and may take it into that. So I may look at it as just today. Ben may look at it over the last few weeks in this season so we'll all intro it depending on how it is but when the clips go out you know how I like to do things I like to make everyone look insane so what we're going to do this week kind of mix it up a bit because there's going to be a few managers that might get mentioned quite often so we'll start off with Ben Ben will go from 10 to 1 so I'll go from his 10 to 1 give a tiny little bit of explanation don't worry it's not a clip and then yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> that'll be at the end don't you worry about that and then I'll do it and then we'll kind of discuss where we've got the manager's place, probably have lots of arguments. I feel like this might get a little bit heated in here. Um, it could get a little bit warm. It could get a little bit warm in here. So uh, fasten your seatbelts, guys. A lot of gas. This is going to be <laughs> interesting. And I love for a, the fact we. this is the first time for an episode we haven't actually discussed anything. Like, I, I don't know anything from these two. Normally, there's little murmurs in the group yeah. chat as Ooh, the week this, goes on. Done I've done this, or what have you thought on this? We have literally Especially not on the spoken. Wednesday before the Friday episode. Four. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Thursday night, always. Don't get nervous, but I'm getting a little bit shaky. Yeah, this, this so is... Right. Said Matt. <laughs> so, again, ben, if you want to go first, um, if okay. you reel off from your 10 to first. I've uh, taken mine off the last couple of, of game weeks, is what I've based mine off. So, 10th, I've got Iriola from Bournemouth. Ninth, I've got David Moyes. Eighth, Deserby. Seventh, Thomas Frank. Sixth, Big Ange. Fifth, Pep. Fourth, Klopp. Third, Eddie Howe. Second, Unai Emery. And first, Mikel Arteta. Oh, I've forgotten someone. Have you? <laughs> oh, I thought that was your reaction to my no, 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 no. You just mentioned a manager that I have scribbled out and not put back in. Oh, so good work. Luckily, I can squeeze him in there and I know exactly who's dropping out. So that's fine. We're okay. Thank you. That's, that's a, I like it so far. I've taken this as last season I don't care about. We're talking about this season, this season only. My number 10 is Thomas Frank. Nine, Rob Edwards. Eight, Deserby. Seven, Pep. Six, Klopp. Five, Eddie Howe. Four, Gary O'Neill. Three, <laughs> Big Ange. Two, Arteta. One, Unai Emery. Okay, sorry, sorry yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I'm Sorry. ready to back these points. Sorry, point. I just couldn't help um, myself. I've, My Albion bias came in. Sorry, <laughs> Sam. I've squeezed. I've squeezed one player in. Uh, one player. One manager in. Sorry there. 
uh, and I will be honest who I'd completely forgotten and I've scribbled him out but I'll put him back in now okay. so thank you Ben I'm so glad I didn't go first Eddie Howe has now made it into mine <laughs> I can't <laughs> believe that I, we originally had, I'd done my top five and yeah. I scribbled him out of the top five and then went to put him back into the top five just completely didn't. forgot so I'm so glad you've said him because that would have been awful for me so 10th I've got Sean Dyche uh, 9th I've got Thomas Frank 8th Deserby <laughs> Seventh, David Moyes. Sixth, Big Ange. Fifth, Eddie Howe. Fourth, Pep. Third, Emery. Second, Arteta. And number one, Klopp. Wow. Are you not going to go in here? No. No joke. Well, now this is where we can <laughs> kind of have the... Take your bias hat off, so Simon. If you want to... Like, so, is there any managers in there that you've heard from somebody's list that you think is ridiculous or so high? So, I heard you say, Gary O'Neill, so we need to discuss that straight away. He doesn't make my top ten. So why I'm sort of looking at this as well is how good of a job are they doing from what the expectation, okay? Start of this season, you all had Wolves down as guaranteed relegation. They're all Wolves are going down. Wolves are in the mud. Uproar the club. Wolves have got no chance. You know, John Lopetegui left after a turbulent summer. Two or three days before the club, before the season started. You know, Gary Neal's appointed. Wolves fans are disappointed. Wolves fans don't know what's going on. Wolves fans are really concerned for relegation. We've been told by everyone, we're going down, aren't we? Now, since then, <laughs> this fairly inexperienced manager, who, to be fair to him, kept Bournemouth up when no one thought they could, has changed the style of play at Wolves. We, he's got the forwards playing well which we haven't seen a forwards playing well at Wolves for a good few years now getting the best out of Neto yeah. he's getting the best out of Huang he's, he's improving Kuna every single week he's making this, this quite, actually quite an experienced side become a fairly good team Yeah, we are far higher than everyone thought we would be we would be even higher if AR worked for us like it does work for everyone else bingo Yay! But you can't. You can't. But you can. We've been affected by VR far more than else. But that's beside the point. Either way, even without that, we are far higher than anyone thought we would be at this stage. Yeah, I'd agree. We had statistically the toughest first ten games in the whole league, and we're still higher than expected. Um, I think we're a good team. I I think Wolves are going to continue to impress as well. I think we're going to keep climbing the league. Gary Neal's doing an unreal job for an inexperienced manager who, and everyone gave us no chance of staying up. He's doing a far better job than anyone thought he would be doing. Yeah, but I'd say that for definite. Yeah, I'm, I said that I thought the Wolves were going to get relegated, but then I also underestimated how poor some of the other sides would uh, be. Yeah. Some of the, so that's why I didn't have him in the top 10, because I think on reflection, Gary O'Neill is doing a good job, don't get me wrong, but not to make my top 10, I also think you've also got some other managers, like your Paul Heckingbottoms, your Vincent Companies, and other managers around that bottom are doing so badly that well, that's I think, their own fault no no I agree but I'm saying that's why I don't have I get your points yeah. that's why you didn't make my top 10 because the other sides were doing so badly well, I think you're being slack there because Wolves have also put up some unbelievable performances as well against we've we've, we've had lost points to the teams we shouldn't have lost to granted because of various reasons but we've also beaten other teams which we again we, we should have no chance of beating no I know but I get, I get what you're saying, but you are still like in the thick of it. You are two points off Bournemouth. Who... But we're going to pull away from that. I, I just think I we're going to pull away from it. I get what you're saying, but right now, the way I yeah. looked at it, 
it's 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 a good season. Don't get me wrong, but I've looked at these my top ten. I've had great seasons. But are we exceeding expectations? There's not ten managers who are exceeding expectations. But I, but I'm looking at it as my best managers. Look, I'm looking at these these other managers are really exceeding. Yeah, I think these all are. I think all of my managers. I've got Sean Dyche. I think he's a prime he's example. He's one I forgot about. Sean Dyche. I think he's a perfect example. Where I know you're using the point of VAR. If you had VAR. Sean Dyche, you can actually say if they didn't have the ten point deduction because that's not his fault. Without the ten point deduction, oh, there is that. They are twelfth in the league. They are. Co- but that's what we're saying. Wolves we'll, we'll should, we'll should be eighth. But the difference is, the difference is, there is actually an argument. Yours, anything could have happened. The VAR decision could have gone your way. You could have got a penalty, and the other team could have gone up the other end and scored twice. The ten point deduction is completely out of Sean Dyche's hands. He it's has, not even football. He actually related, has won the points. You could argue that VAR's out of uh, Gary Neal's hands, isn't it? You. No, no, <laughs> isn't but, it though? But there are so many other. Yeah, but there's so many every week. There's, every team could moan yeah. about. There's VAR. so many other. Things. I get your point, and I understand yeah. what you're saying, but I think it's because it's not a football-related outcome, is it? It's nothing to do with how well they kick the ball in the goal. Because Everton, <laughs> Everton has That's it. a good point, yeah, yeah. It's got nothing to do with that. It's Everton the fact that they've won. lost £125 yeah. million over so many years. And Everton have that. actually won five games. Yeah. Everton have won more than Burnley and Sheffield United put together. Like, <laughs> literally, you Actually, yeah. sorry, Everton have won as many games as Luton, Burnley and Sheffield United together. Like, You look at it... I, believe, I, they I actually, can understand that, yeah. So, Sean Dyche as an actual manager, has actually won those points. Like, that's my yeah. mindset. I get what you're saying about Gary O'Neill, and he was, to be honest, it was him and Sean Dyche for the last spot for me. Like There was no way Potts was getting in there for me. It was, th- it was those two. I originally had Gary O'Neill, yeah. and then I thought about it and thought, actually, Sean Dyche really yeah, has actually won. Dyche thought, to be honest. He has won. The- so, Sorry, I've sure. just got, I've done my maths wrong. Tell a lie. <laughs> shock. <They're, laughs> yeah, actually, shock. They would be... Oh, no, they still would be 12th. <laughs> I've just done... I've forgotten that when when you when you swap position with somebody, you don't go above them. You just take the place that they are. I was just looking, going. Actually, they'd be eleventh. No, oh, they wouldn't. And so, the other team would be twenty first. They'd be ahead of Crystal Palace. They'd be ahead of Wolves, Fulham, Forest, Bournemouth, Luton. Like it's, they've had a good season. Five wins, two draws. Like it's a good start. So I get you. Gary O'Neill was originally tenth on my list. He's one of my scribbled out names. I just forgot on Sean Dyche, and I don't think he gets as many. I think being harsh, Gary O'Neill really do. I well, probably am to be fair no, I, I, I get all your points to be fair but I was thinking the VAR is the, the point I don't think you can use too much I get it's been bad and I think Wolves probably have, it's been a big talking point hasn't it I, I, I think people, it. people are bored of hearing about Wolves fans moan about VAR but, but, I think, I think, but I we feel hard done by that's what you think and, I understand. I, and all of football completely agrees that Wolves have been really like, hindered their season has been but I think because of that oh, yeah. narrative I think what Wolves are actually doing has also been downplayed. It's been because, overshadowed by Because it, when Wolves it? have a good game or when they've competed and the fact that they have pulled away, like you've said, it's still talking about all the decisions that they've not had. People don't actually praise the Wolves that often. But then, is that done on purpose? Because the Wolves are going under the radar. Yeah. People then appreciate so, actually how good we're doing. So Which really, isn't necessarily a bad thing for Wolves because oh no, people don't see as much of a threat, then fine, we'll, we'll still come and beat you. So really, like now I'm thinking about it as a whole, then I can see why I don't think Gary Neal is a shout in the top ten. He's actually that outrageous at all. But I think I've and I think fallen. and I think as well the circumstances that he came into, to steady the ship. Mm. You know, it is the worst summer a club could ever imagine that we had. Yeah, definitely, it's an awful situation to come in when he did, and to steady. And yeah. I have to admit, he's come across so well in it all. Like he do so well as well. Like even when I was on Sky Sports, he just spoke brilliantly and. He's making people like him as well. You know, I said, I said when he first came in, people were like, what's this? We just got from world-class manager 
to an inexperienced manager who has managed less than 30 games. Yeah, he was Bournemouth and before that he was Liverpool. Yeah. We all say it's, yeah. it's a cheap option, you know, X, Y, Z. Actually, he's proven everyone wrong, everyone wrong, including the fans. To be fair, I used to listen to him a lot on TalkSport. He used to be on TalkSport yeah, quite yeah. a lot before and I used to always think he used to speak really well. I used to think he was a little bit dull for radio <laughs> sometimes because he was so serious, but you could tell he was very crude upon the game. passionate about the game as well. And the way he used to speak about working alongside Klopp yeah. at Liverpool, I used to always find it really interesting. And to be fair, he has come in and done a great job. Iroyola, I feel like that's another name. It was you, Ben, wasn't it? I, I pointed Tenth, then as well. Yeah. That's how serious this was. I heard Iroyola and it, it kind of went out of my mind. I was focused on Gary Neal, but yeah, tell us why. Well, I based mine off the last couple of weeks. If you look at their turnaround in yeah. results and the turnaround of form, he has turned it around, especially when... I was unconvinced when he started the season and they had a horrendous yeah. start. So but I think, he's, I think he's started to prove that he can get his philosophy across yeah. and get them playing. I think that, that upturn of results the last few weeks is what I've based it off. Yeah. Last it, few game weeks. If you look at the last five, six weeks, I get that point because I considered him because I think where he's coming from, from where he was, it, it, it's, that it's was a massive just, improvement. Yeah. I didn't include him because I thought the first seven games would just... That's what I mean. If I'd gone from start of the season, yeah. he wouldn't be. Yes. But I've gone off maybe a shorter, an early, slightly more recent time period to pick from. Yeah, I, I get your point. I, my only reason why I didn't have him in is because I don't think he's done it for long enough yet. Because it, it could still be considered a purple patch, couldn't it? Well, yeah, this that's, is what I mean. That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why I kind of didn't touch him. That's why I was so dubious about and what how of, recent now is. Yeah. <laughs> and what, what were teams I played recently? Have they been top? Because they said they lost to... Was it Liverpool and uh, City? They lost to City as well, didn't they? So you can sort yeah. of expect those losses. Got hammered by City, didn't they? To be fair, that was like six-one, wasn't it? But City you know. do that, don't they? Yeah. And what was everyone's number one? Sorry, yours I've was Arteta, Emery, and I went Klopp. So we all that was my top three actually. Those play, was those it? managers. Yeah, I went Klopp, Arteta, so, Emery. The beat beat Sheffield United, beat Newcastle, lost to City, lost to Liverpool, beat Burnley. So really, the teams are beating there. The teams that he has to be beating has to be beating Bar Newcastle. But you can only beat what's in front of you. I know, I agree. Yeah. No, but those yeah. are the games. So that is no, it's a good sign of a good manager because yeah, yeah. you, if you're fighting in around the bottom, you have to win those games. Yeah, you got to beat yeah. the teams around you. Yeah. And so now this is the, I find the top three really interesting. Now the sorry, the manager we've all had number one. Yeah. So yours was who again? Sorry. Oh, and Emery. Emery. Okay. Do you know what? I nearly did it. Did you? I nearly did it. Yeah. Really, really. It was so close between yeah. the two of them. Oh, well, I can tell you why if you want. I yeah, talk us through it. it, yeah. So, <laughs> I've, I've prepared that over here, but I've, got, I've always got a like, gutter story here. <laughs> <laughs> so, after his stint at Arsenal, reputation was absolutely in tatters, wasn't it? Um, you know, everyone thought it was a flop, can't do it, didn't rate him in England. He he left with a, you know, with a dark cloud over his head. Went back to sunny Spain uh, to rebuild what he could um, with the yellow submarine, Villarreal. Going for a club record 18 games unbeaten um, and as well in their first season beating Manchester United in the Europa League final 11-10 on, on penalties when De Gea missed. I like it. You know, he, 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 steadied, he steadied his own mind I guess and re- rebuilt reputation as he was in Spain. I was saying Villa went a separate way try, you know, initially when tried to get Stevie G in cack or cack face. They realised they, they, they needed a top class manager to move forwards. They've they gambled trying to get Unai Emery in. Um, you know, this is Emery who turned down opportunities to go to Newcastle before, as well as big money moves to Saudi Arabia. He thought, you know, I think it's it's a bit of a sideways step, you could say, between Villarreal and Villa at the time. 
Um, maybe even a step down potentially because Federal would, would. They were down would, there, weren't they, when he yeah. came in? So. So it was, it was almost a weird move, but I don't know. Maybe it was promised more money, whatever. And you know, since then, he's brought European football back to Villas for the first time since eighteen twenty four. He then cruised for is in cruise for the group stage in the in the in Europa League. Then our top four, pressing for top four, you know, they four points off top as well. Um, yeah, and you know, we, we've all heard about their fortress of running the Villa Park. They've gone, you know, however many games it is. We're glad Joe's not here to tell us about, about it and how smug he is with it. I, I just think he's doing a brilliant job. And for me, he's doing the best job and exceeding the ex, expe, uh, exceeding his job expectation by far, by far more than anyone else in the league. So. Yeah. I'll get your point, but that's why I had Klopp in number one because I think Klopp's overachieved more than Emery has now. But I'd argue right now because Liverpool have been top four recently and then they've won the Premier League recently. Klopp is doing what he should be doing with a top side, but no one is expecting Villa to be a top four. I I, I I agree, but I don't think I think people are forgetting that Klopp has done has literally changed and in pretty much an entire entire yeah. team. They're the only players that have stayed in there really. Are Van Dyke, Allison, Salah, Trent, and Trent Robertson. When he's fit. when Robertson when he's fit, yeah. so you're talking five players, and he's changed the side. Which we talk about other sides that have dipped out of the top six in times. We've seen Chelsea, prime example, have done yeah. this. We've also seen um, Man United doing this. We've seen Arsenal do this. Sides drop out when they have to rebuild, and I think Project has thrown about quite a lot. Yeah. Klopp, Man United. There's no such thing as a project with Klopp. Klopp literally Evolves. instantly changes it instantly, yeah. and I think it's kind of goes so under the radar how he is literally, as we I think we spoke about it on the Monday's episode, uh, the recording, how he has literally changed an entire midfield, yeah. changed the style of play, changed the front three, and at times even switched formations around. Yeah. He's gone from the 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 pressing style and adapted straight yeah. away, and like it's nothing. It's taken how long to transition? <laughs> A pre-season. A pre-season, and they're already competing at the top. They are currently in a title race. Yeah. They're going toe-to-toe with absolutely with, everybody. With <laughs> Which just hurts me to say. Yeah. Which is crazy, <laughs> but I think I think that, I understand what you're saying about Emery, but I also think that is ridiculous, that a manager yeah. can do that seamlessly. But I, I get that point, and I understand. I just think but Liverpool and the players in the league are just where I, thought, I think they should be. I appreciate you changed our team, but if you look at the main thing of where they're in the league, we expect them to be in the league. They're where they should be. But I, I think though, but I think normally though, because if if a side would do this, any other side have done this. Like I keep using Arsenal and Man United as an example. Yeah. These sides, when we say, oh, they're changing, they're, they're excused for being sixth and seventh and not qualifying for Europe. I think, yeah. Yeah. Klopp has just done it like it's nothing. And we're all saying, oh, it's expected. But is it really expected when you change an entire, you, you lose your club captain? You lose your holder midfielder, your other centre midfielder. You lose your best, arguably, the best winger alongside Salah. You're losing your striker who's been at the club for so yeah. many years. You're losing the entire spine of the team. Your centre-back's falling, like, falling like Matip's not the player he used to be. And they've been slowly transitioning Canate. Like, as a whole, usually that's an excuse for a rebuild. That's an excuse where we see cycles in football where clubs push into the top six. Like the Wolves did for that time. Wolves went into the top six yeah. and then the new side comes along. Whereas and you see Liverpool, a drop before, yeah. yeah. And I get that. I get that. The cycle, there's no such thing as a cycle with Klopp. Klopp does not allow it. It's, I'd say it's there were crazy. some teething problems to begin with. They didn't quite have the balance there, did they? But yeah. he's now got there now, hasn't he? And he's starting to look. They're still literally within yeah, touching yeah. distance. So and I'll, they're getting wins, aren't they? 
Yeah, so yeah. don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong. I completely. Also, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just being. I'm getting devil's third, advocate. which is why I, I like this because it's it depends on how you perceive it, and I think like Klopp just completely destroys the point of a whole project because. Oh, absolutely! Because yeah. yeah, you can do it like that if you if you're clever and you understand what you need and how you, and if you know what end goal you want and you then piece together which players you need to get that that end goal, that's half a battle. Yeah, and that's, that's I think that's where a lot of people don't know where what to do. May not don't know what what they want to do. But they know what players are, what philosophy they're playing, and they're just buying what they think is good players. Yeah, and I actually it doesn't work in any sort of concept, does it? What I like as well, and I know I keep using him as my example at the moment. I'm currently, you can people always keep saying this in the comments as well. You can tell which book I'm reading currently because I always quote. <laughs> Here we <you> go. <laughs> so currently, I'm listening to the Neil Warnock audio book, oh, and God. I think it's really interesting. Like his, what did you get from a loft? <laughs> yeah. I'm having to admit I'm really like him now like it's mad how you kind oh, of no. listening to him talk and he's what he spoke about with the modern day manager and what he doesn't understand is that a manager should be able to look at his assets and kind of find something that fits yeah. that is a sign of a good manager a manager that can adapt his play because he was talking about how he doesn't understand in the modern game every manager's got like their own blueprint and they go in and just try and make it work. Like we've yeah. seen Iriola do that. And it was at the question marks at the start. Conte's massive fly, isn't it? Yeah, so we've seen... And he was saying that he, in his opinion, and I kind of thought, do you know what, actually on reflection, I kind of get his point. Yeah. He believes a good manager and he spoke about how he Klopp is his number one manager, manager because you think how he's transitioned with all these squads with different style of play. When he first came in, yeah. when he'd got that honking team of Lambert and Balotelli and players <laughs> like, like that. Jay like, Speary starting like every, his first game, John, wasn't it? Every John era. Yeah, yeah. Every era he's adapted and he adapts to the squad that he's got because yeah. he doesn't, we know with the um, FSG um, system, he doesn't have control on what players they buy. No. They they buy in and he makes it work. He adapts and that's why like I'm now starting yeah. to try and understand yeah. a bit more from that yeah. perspective. He's almost got the blueprint of, he plays 4-3-3. But changes but, but, the way it works. But he it? makes it work. Like it's either a four three or four two three one. Blah blah blah. But now seeing an inverted fullback. I think he's stopped. I think, yeah. like you say, maybe he's not so high for me because I get your point of you're so used to it happening. It's like just happens. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, That's yeah. probably why he's not so high. He's almost knocked himself list. down because he's because so good. Because of his expectations. Yeah, he's mad. He's he's you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and who did you have number one? Did you say Arteta? Arteta. Talk us through then. You I just talk. think that bit of nous that he's, and I think it takes a lot. He could have been really stubborn about what happened last year and thought like arrogance almost, and no, we're just going to carry on the way we and are. Blame injuries and say maybe if we're fit, we could carry on playing the way we but were. But he, yeah. he just seems to have maybe, and I don't. I, th- I think it, again, it's like one of those that unless you really look into it, reflected on it, and they've just seemed like they've got a bit more nous about them. And they just seem a little bit, bit more experienced and well-rounded, yeah. and like again, they just look really formidable. Like they, they've had a few games, but they're just always still up there. And what are they top now? Top now, aren't they? Yeah. And they just look like again, like we we spoke about the result against the Wolves, but some of the football they played, it's like if it yeah. was Man City doing that, everybody'd be talking about it forever. And that goal's gone. So underrated, some of the football they're playing. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, we've spoken about how, just them as a club at the moment. Yeah. Underrated, aren't they? And um, I, just, I just think as well, because I got Arteta second. Same, yeah, I got him second as well. They're, they're toughing games out. They're making that's the, what the I mean. dirty, yeah. you know, they're winning the dirty games, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, Which yeah. I think, end of last year, they, they would have folded. And even go, even yeah. against Wolves, when Wolves scored that late goal to make it 2-1, Arsenal at the end of last year could have folded and succeeded a second goal quite easily, I think. 
I think I say Brentford have been controlled. I think, of you. I think the one that decided it for me was that Brentford one with that Havertz goal. I know there was something about it, but like not an easy place to go, Brentford, and they get a one nil win. It's and dirty. it's just it's, yeah. it's 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 if when Man United were doing that twenty years ago, it's the sign of a winning team, a title winning team. Yeah, and that they've got that about them now. And you think to a couple of those games last season where they didn't quite get there. Yeah, but yeah, I think it's. Where did you both have Pep then? Because I think this is like another interesting little I had discussion. Him at fifth. You had him at fifth. Below Klopp. I had him at seventh. Wow. Seventh. Okay, I had him at um, fourth. But you tell what well, you've got seventh. So I've got seventh. So Man City are underachieving right now in the sense of they are by far the best team, best squad. The actual best manager, if you're not, no, 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 you know, right now isn't working, but in six weeks' time, it'll be the best probably, you know, probably will happen in six weeks, won't it? But right now, they, it's not fully clicking the whole team. That's, yeah. And that's, and because they're not top, because the expectation is that they should be top, they should be leading the way, they should be clear of everyone else, and they're not, he's therefore not the best manager right, right, right now, at this right very moment. He's, you know, it's hard to explain, isn't it? But what, no, that, I get what you're saying because none of us have had him number one, so yeah. we all we I all do slightly agree. Then do you know when we would like when we talk about that arrogance to not address things? Yeah. I wonder if it's that's what sticks out to me at the moment. Like there's a bit of arrogance yeah. of, oh well, we're conceding three goals a game, but yet, but you, before but you, it just doesn't happen with yeah. City, does it normally? But like, you know, they have patches. Yeah. Every team will concede goals, but they're just not. I don't know. There's just like you said, there's something not yeah. clicking. But it doesn't seem like it's going to stop either this considering goals. But then saying like this on last year, we were all questioning Man City. What they do? They're nowhere near Arsenal. And then it gets the business end of the season. Oh, and, they show and it up, all yeah. works. This will age terribly. Because <laughs> it's, 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 I say, you know, you, you, everyone's got a short memory in football, don't they? But this on last year, Man City were in a very similar position. And actually, then I say they went, they went on sixteen games unbeaten, winning four 0 every yeah. week, whatever it is. And Pep's a genius again. Yeah. No, I get what you say. It's like he's trying to work out his best eleven again. Yeah. It's like he does it every year, doesn't he? When he does starts the season, when we're trying, he's trying to fit in all the players. I don't he think can. He's, his biggest thing that he's had to fit in is Alvarez. I don't think anybody. I don't think he or anybody expected him to come back from that World Cup and just skyrocket because he's playing out of his. Yeah. He's. I really like him in this new position. Behind Look, number Harland. ten, Connor. Kind of yeah, I it? think it suits him really well. He's more involved. He's now on set piece duties as well. Did him free, free kicks kick the other week. Yeah, I think he, he's a terrific little player. Well, <laughs> like, even like that goal at the weekend where that little rolling just for yeah. Foden, like so clever. Yeah, but it's it's the way like as good as he is. What they then lose. What they yeah. had last season when they had the Gundogan, Gundogan, yeah, yeah, and Bernardo Silva, and then you could have two wingers then as Let's, well. De Bruyne. So, well, I was just about to say he's not back yet. Yeah, he's been mate. I keep seeing him all over TikTok at the moment yeah. with dancers and stuff. He was with Ronaldo the other day, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah he's gone he's, and done a he'll, be, of... he'll be back soon. Tr- tr- uh, he'll be back. Hopping. Ready for the business end of the season. Get 
10 assists in five games and make it team of the year yeah again, no, again. <laughs> we're saying all this but we are putting low down I think it's just like you say that, that there's something just not as formidable yeah. about them they look a little bit frail and a little bit weaker at the back and Definitely. like you say we've talked about yeah. things with Edison and he's normally got that ultimate protection hasn't he that he normally has and doesn't face a lot yeah. of shots where at the moment he's facing more they're oh, going yeah. in it's not your expectation point though isn't it that's yeah, the yeah. main thing isn't it their expectations and context to exactly. what's going on we agree on that I think we've all, yeah. we've, we've all got him pretty similar 4th, 5th and 7th is yeah. pretty it's pretty yeah. accurate really if, if we're all yeah. saying it then we're right so we've got yeah, to be yeah, we've got to be onto something haven't we yeah we're onto something every now and then um, that's the problem isn't it right now that's the point isn't it and then what was so <laughs> where did everyone have Ange as well because I think Ange is like a really interesting sixth. one as well so I had him 6th as well I had him fairly high up actually I had him 3rd um, because of how I'm taking right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's Be- the reason I haven't had him. You're a bit further down, yeah. High. Because I think this year's I've got three managers of the months. He's done a, you know, he's come into the league relatively unknown um, to the average Premier League fan. Um, into a Spurs, which have lost Harry Kane. You know, you almost forget about the. the this yeah. player they'd lost. They're, they're talisman, they're record goal scorer, they're, they're everything almost, wasn't they? They had him for pre season, that's the, you know, the other thing as well. They had him for pre season, and they've, they've had a, a team of some stars, but mostly average football, Premier League average footballers. You know, a son who's been out of form for two seasons, um, strikers who haven't scored goals for a long time. You know, and it, granted as well with injuries, he, he's, he's a, a bit downturn in form, but then you look at, they've just drawn 3 3 with City. With no centre halves, that's got to be praised. I still think that's got to be praised. That they've gone toe to toe with the best. So therefore, for me, yeah. See, my third. only criticism is like what we talked about. That again, that's sticking to this. Yeah. When it's not always working. Yeah. And I think that's cost them a little bit. Yeah. And that's why for me, he's dropped down a little bit. If you'd asked me three weeks ago, he'd probably been one yeah, or yeah. two because they were absolutely flying, weren't they? Well, if it was. After he won a third manager month, he'd have to be yeah, more, wouldn't he? Because be. he's literally so, yeah, the best manager. The yeah, proven. like you say, it's just that slight yeah. tweak on what we justify as now. Yeah, definitely. Then, what um, do you reckon, mate? Hey, I don't mate. Things getting on my nerves already. Like, honestly, like, <laughs> I just like? that's something I really I don't like his interviews anymore. Okay. Oh, yeah, so you, so a few weeks ago, you were like, I love his interviews. Fantastic. Right at the start, and then uh, you've gone full circle. It was within three weeks. It's now. I I really liked his with Ange I really liked his positivity I liked his personality and yeah. his views I thought he came across really well kind of joking around and things just copy and pet mate and I it, <laughs> that exact, I liked all of that side but it was kind of the thing that a lot of people said at the time I hope he keeps this up yeah, yeah. when the form drops and I've noticed already he's a bit angry he's been a little bit frosty with certain comments like his yeah. his opinion on refereeing decisions like he joked and said oh it goes around, comes around, mate, and made a joke about it, saying there's nothing we can do. But then three weeks later, is slagging off decisions. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I like a manager who's consistent with their opinions. Yeah. I like Deserby. Deserby, he will get a decision, and Deserby will still say he, he hates referees. Like <laughs> Deserby's co- constant yeah. with it. Clock, like with his Klopp spot, always yeah. moans. Klopp's never happy. Again, consistency. Yeah, I was about to say Mourinho is the other one that sticks out yeah. with me. Like those kind of managers, he just Pep's consistent now. Doesn't really have an no matter what really. happened with Mourinho, he'd still moan like there's no tomorrow, wouldn't there? But that's what I, I can't. Yeah, always managers is consistent. Whereas Ange created this really bubbly Illusion, personality. Yeah. yeah, and we're starting to see cracks in it already. 
Like it just that's all for me because I, I really really liked him. He's one of the only managers I've actually tuned into a press conference, which is mental. I tuned yeah, into no, no really to yeah. listen to his press conference because yeah. I found them hilarious. Whereas now he's already changing. It's like, gone. Mm, that's why I've got Ange where I have. Yeah, full circle. Where did everyone have Moyes? By the way, because I think Moyes is another interesting ninth. one. Ninth. I think I'm. Ninth. I had seventh, and I don't know whether. I'm ninth. I knew you both had him quite low oh, down. I didn't have him. I, I, I meant to have him. Oh. oh. The problem is now. The problem is I it's already in the recording. Yeah, yeah. I can't go back on if this. You, no, but if you want, if you want to squeeze him in, where who would you have replaced him? Um, O'Neill. Probably, <laughs> probably Thomas Frank. Oh. Wow. Oh wow. Sorry. But then do you realise when you're saying that Thomas <coughs> Frank currently sat in 11th Brentford well, I, 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 so, I, I, I guess Frank. I just think from the start of the season was very good that's probably why I mean it's, it's close 11th, to it's like it's, it's Moyes is currently 9th with West Ham and do well in Europe and Brentford are currently 11th and solid mid-table side. I think. I think. I, is that not where they should be? I. I, had, I think. I think again. Another illusion where a manager's done so well that now it has become yeah. expected. Where we talk about one season wonders. This is their third season yeah. in the Premier League, and they're still there. And they're still there without Ivan Tony. Without yeah, without Tony as well. And as well, you look at the squad. It still isn't a great squad. Like it's, their squad, man. You still man, can't. Sh- like I still struggle sure to, to say they're starting eleven. From from memory, it's you know, you know, why you know, I've got him mean? so high because, because he's such a good team. Yeah, he's got you got like that. The other guy that's caught my eye from him, is it Ro- Rosselev or whatever his name is, fullback. Yep, just comes in for a game, solid, goes out, comes back in at left back the, this week or the last week, just gone. Will go back out. They're missing Rico Henry long term. Yeah. Again, another manager who I think they had no ben, expectations. Ben either expectations have shifted because he's so good. Because he's done yeah. such a great job. Because you said, oh, I can I can accept that. It's fine. I still think Moisey to do a better job than him. Oh, well, I do as well because I've got Moisey higher up. Oh, but I'm saying I'm just I want the Moisey. I got Frank higher. You got Frank higher. Are there any other managers then in your top ten that you feel like we should be discussing that haven't? Uh, I put Rob Edwards have an eye at ninth. Wow, yeah, we forgot about that one. Um, I had Deserbi at eighth, which is quite low. I've got Deserbi at 8th as well. I think I deserve about 8th, so we've all agreed on that. Oh, okay, that'll do <laughs> so that's then. fine. We all had Deserbi at 8th. I've got Eddie Howe at 3rd. I've got Eddie Howe 5th. I went 5th. So, can we go back to Rob Edwards quickly now? I've just yeah. realised that. So, you said it, and it didn't actually seem <laughs> Again, it slipped, slipped in, didn't it? Like, he's top 10, we still didn't address it. So, this is a manager who's never managed Premier League before, who's come up with, has to be said, the smallest club that's ever been in the Premier League I think you know we've all seen a stage and, you know, it, it's a small club that should, it's got a stadium from, that should be fit for League 1 League 2 like Bournemouth like Bournemouth yeah um, they, they've hardly invested into the, into the squad it's still a championship team at best you know even probably even some League 1 players in there for example and granted they've so far from a miracle of Everton's of Everton's poor deduction but they're out of the relegation zone and out of the three sides who have come up they're the one side I believe who could stay up. Yeah, I agree. And you know, he's for me again. He's exceeding expectations here. He's given himself a chance. He's that there's a, there's a philosophy at the, the football club. They know what they're good at, and they know what they're not very good at. And they're working towards. The, they're working on the strengths. And there's something about I just respect that. I was about to say I respect his honesty about it as well. If they've been bad and not played yeah. very well, he'll be open about it. And when they play well, he'll give them the right credit yeah. for it. 
I, I think he, he they just they're on the, the the right sort of path to stay up, and they might finish seventeenth. But if they finish seventeenth, that's an unreal achievement for them. See, I don't think it's a full conclusion. Those three sides going to come back down again. There'll be a couple of sides in the in the lower half of the table who will continue to fall off this, in this season. I think Fulham are banging danger. I really do. Yeah, I think they're in big. I trouble. think they've got they can't score goals. I think they and Bournemouth could be in a poor patch and fall off again. It's not it's not a full conclusion what's happening here. And I think losing have a chance of staying up. I think the big thing for me is I think Mike said it a few like a while ago. Is that they stay in games? Yeah, but not but many of them are run away. They lose I mean, one I know, goal. I mean, really, like maybe yeah. the first couple of games they were a bit ambitious, but since then he's kind of assessed yeah. it and gone. Like even Brentford, I know it was three one in the end, but they made it two one. Like yeah. they came back into the game. It was just right at the end they got a third one. On another day, they might get an equaliser. Yeah. They're in games, so I think that's always like, in my top ten. Yeah, because I just think right now he's just. He's doing an exceptional job in what he should. What they should be bottom. They should be bottom on zero points. Or if you look at the size of the club and everything, and they went up, you know, from sixth off an unreal run of Formula Championship. But he's doing a better job than everyone thought he would be doing. No one gave him a chance before. Now people are. That speaks volumes. In Sheffield United turned up. I predicted Sheffield United bottom. That's my one. That's my one. That's my one thing. I did also say that Luton would finish. I think nineteenth. But. And they still could, that. but they might not. Mm. It could. I think top 10, though, is like a big shout. I agree with everything you've said, but top 10 best managers. Right now. Right now, I still think even still is outrageous. And I, I'm, saying, I'm considering what the job they've done this season only. Yeah, I just think... Yeah. I do I, just I think, you. unfortunately, the results haven't gone his way enough to, to quite get him in there. I think if they picked up a yeah. few... It was more, a rogue shot, granted. But. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> no I, respect I it. can see why, and they're good points. Yeah. I just think if he got no a Moyes. few more results... No Moyes, but Rob Edwards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. And he's a Wolves legend, so... <laughs> oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> to... um, interesting, though, that no one's put Steve Cooper in. Whereas this time last, no, sorry, not this point, time, sorry, not this time last season, a couple of, if you'd asked us a few weeks back or even a month ago, yeah, he'd have been right up there. This guy was being mentioned for the England job not so long back. He was talking about still not convinced. They the, yeah. was doing a good job with the Forest side, and he finally got it to click. They started well; they're performing yeah. quite well. It wasn't that long ago they beat Villa. I think he's now forgotten about half the players' first names again, though, isn't he? Because the squad's so big still. Yeah, I, I think yeah, I respect I'd... him in that sense that he, he dealt a lot with the players thing, but now he's kind of picking a very similar team every week and now not getting results. Yeah, I just thought it was interesting that no just, one had kind of got him in I just there. I think he's struggling at the moment. Off the back of what we'd spoken about previously about how we were kind of really giving I wasn't here for that respect <laughs> and Poch not a single person got Pochettino in there yes I how can you not have Poch when you're going to finish second with his, with your Chelsea it's pretty simmering it's not quite good <laughs> simmering <laughs> marinating yeah, yeah. he was originally in my top 10 as well Poch was yeah because again this is on when you compare it because my logic was Complete rebuild again yeah. compared to last season. Very similar to Klopp, but even further gone. This. But it's also not just rebuilding the squad. It's getting rid of Deadwood. Yeah, it's a completely new squad. The only players that realistically were in the starting eleven at this point last year is literally Thiago Silva, Thiago Silva, and Sterling. 
There's no one else. Re- oh, to be fair, no, yeah, Enzo right, Fernandez yeah. when he came in. But you're talking about this last year, two players. So maybe actually looking back, I think I may be a bit harsh in saying he's not in the top 10. But to get a tune at yeah. them, I know it's still not great, but to be even performing, to slowly yeah. look like something's coming is mental. I think something is coming. I, I genuinely do think something is coming with Chelsea. I think they will finish the season strongly. I, I really believe that. And they've still got Nkunku to come back. I, yeah. I think that's a game changer for I really do. They're like West Midlands travel. They're going to arrive, we just don't know where. Yeah. <laughs> At some stage, it's got, <laughs> it's got to some stage. Mate, I do, when I'm saying in my top 10, he was my 10th. Yeah. Him, P- Gary O'Neill, Deutsch and Poch have all been... Poch was in consideration for me. To, to The job he's doing is he's, he's not, not amazing, but it's yeah. okay. But... I guess the reason why I didn't do it is that I still think it's Chelsea. I oh, know that's the and thing. they should be higher up, and that, that well, they yeah. they can't be. I but, think it's eleventh like they are. Well, right they now. get a great result against City when everybody expected them to get hammered. Same and as then, Spurs, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they let themselves down. It's the inconsistency, isn't it? And that's we why we get with young teams as well. I just couldn't do it. Oh, yeah, I haven't got them in the top yeah. ten either. I'm just no. just wanting to make sure that we any final your final manager you want to discuss then. Uh, we haven't really. So the one is there anyone that anyone's not really spoken about that they want to talk about briefly? Uh, I got How at third. We've talked about all the rest. How's my only one? I've gone How at fifth, and potentially on reflection now, thinking about what we've spoken about, I think I've I think it should be above Pep in my list, but I'm sticking with what I've said now. So I'm, I'm, I had him above Pep. I did. I think really from. I've gone above Klopp and Pep. Yeah, you saying that now and talking about injuries earlier. I think potentially I'll probably and yeah. everything he's doing outside of the Premier League as well in the group of death managing that yeah. squad and I think as well as I mentioned on the Monday episode how he's making such average players or below average players so much better like he, you can see he's really coached players like he's, he's really improved them you and know. he's not even the main bloke is he it's, it's all about Tindall. Jason Tindall Jason Tindall's yeah. really his number one <laughs> <laughs> Asterisk Jason. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I always played like, you know, Lascelles, even Miggy Alvaron. Like, when he first came in with Rafa Benitez and, oh. and Steve Bruce, like, he was meh at best, wasn't he? Whereas now he's like, he's a real threat. He's followed the full goal story, hasn't he? Yes, yeah. <laughs> can't believe himself still <laughs> can't going. can't believe himself. Happiest bloke. And I just, I, I think he's, I think what Howe's doing, I think he is next single manager. I don't know whether you'd leave Newcastle because I, no, I don't like think I think it would be a parting at some stage. Oh uh, yeah, I think it'll get to a point where they will just yeah. go and get a, a bigger name. I'm I not saying it, it'll work, and I'm not saying it's right. Yeah. But I think it's denying the inevitable. I, I think he'd have gone earlier if his form wasn't so good. Yeah, I thought this, but now he kind of he's answered every question, and yeah. I don't see why he can't become a legend at the club and literally cement them in the top four and but push some on. stage with a. Will the owners say, right, now we want to win the league? But Will Hal do that? But, but then, as you, you make a good point, he answers all the questions. He's yeah. answered every question. And yeah. I, yeah. I think he at least deserves the full backing. Yeah. The, look, and when I say full backing, I mean throw the cash at him, like literally. Go and get Mbappe. Go and get everyone you want, because they, they will... They are slowly doing yeah. it, something. But like I do that. really like how they're building it you know? I mean, not just throwing Shukamu's away and having a team of misfits. They're just making the team evolutionary better of a revolution. And it's okay, we're going to buy now a £40 million defender in Botman yeah. who's going to really improve it. We're now going to buy a £12 million right back, but he's a, he's a world, he's a world-class right back, isn't he? They, the, 
it's been step by step rather than here's all the cash. But they've not away. done what Chelsea have, have they? And yeah. just bought loads of players at once. Well, it's Chelsea. Been, yeah. <laughs> it's a team now. It's a team. It's a team rather than. Sorry, did I say Chelsea? Who did I say? You said, Chelsea. you said Chelsea. Oh yeah, sorry. I thought well, I you, you said. No, so you mean, City. no, you said Chelsea too, and then did you I? meant to say City, didn't you? Oh, well, I hope yeah. so. Sorry. You were, so I just maybe I did. Yeah. No, you definitely said Chelsea because oh, okay. I. Chelsea. I was really confused. Chelsea. Chelsea. If if you were saying City, because I also think City did the same. Yeah. City early days. Early days. They they. Well, I always say it. Robinho ruined football. Robinho ruined the transfer market. Robinho is the reason why. All these years later, we're seeing such ridiculous fees because they smashed everyone else out of the water, didn't they, for that yeah. signing? And when they tried to go for Kaka as well. When you think about the players they sold for 30 mil, Man City, this is a tangent, granted. You think Robinho, you think Wilfred Bonner, you think Rocky Santa Cruz, you think Mangala was, was with a 30 mil centre half. Um, but then on the other hand. But then you've also got Fernandinho for 35 30 mil, mil, yeah. Could Aguero was 38. 38. But there's been a lot of flops there for 30 mil, there. But that's the point. Sorry, Newcastle times, haven't so. signed anyone like that, so I just think right now it's I just, just even it think, fits really perfectly. Yeah, I just even it? think players like Lewis Hall, like it's a, an agreement to sign. Like it's a loan for a year, agreement yeah. to sign. Yeah, he's 35 mil. But I don't think he looked bad for Chelsea last year when he came into the team. And it's then a, you it's look a wise at, investment, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like Livramento. Yeah. Played really well for Southampton. They got relegated. He was injured out for the year. They bought him in. They know what they're yeah. getting. Another like former just... Chelsea player as well, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Another former Chelsea. Chelsea. He won. A, he won the Young Player of the Year at Chelsea. Mm. It, it, it's what was Chelsea doing, man? So, yeah, because Lewis Hall, Livermento, yeah. two Chelsea look youngsters. They've got. It's, it's... There's tons of them out there. There's tons of them. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. Well, and, and the one Chelsea lad they kept was Conor Gallagher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Matson. Yeah, I guess Rich Jack as well. Colwell, yeah. he's good. I think Colwell's another. I've said it before. I think Colwell's also got the English tax on his back at the moment. I think we are pushing him a little bit too. No, I think he's good. I'm not saying he's, you know, but ready for first like, team or think, anything like that. But when I think we see he's England call-ups and squads and actually see, playing. He'd be nowhere near for me. Yeah, I wouldn't have had him. I'd have fit in. Yeah. I'd be playing Gahey more and players yeah. like that. Well, he's doing like Tamori. He can't get a game. He gets him a squad, but doesn't get a game for England. There's got to be something there, about that, isn't there? It's because he doesn't play in the Prem. We saw it when Sancho yeah. was absolutely killing it at Dortmund. Yeah, Granted, he's looked bad now, and obviously we've seen how it worked out, but at the time, Sancho was the most informed winger, bar Mbappe, on the planet. Yeah. Up for a quite a while. Yeah. It was a good two Four seasons, games, wasn't yeah. it? And he literally didn't get in the squad yeah. for a quite a long time. He was like the first player to get like back-to-back 20 goals, 20 assists, or something like that, wasn't he? Sancho. Crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Like, um, you think they'd drop off for of Sancho? Christ. He's probably still getting 20 goals, 20 assists on his own training. Just gets the gnomes. <laughs> <laughs> Playing with Cal the Dragon in the garden. <laughs> um, I don't know what I said. Doing Imagine them, yeah. Playing real life jumpers for goal. Players, <laughs> on his own training plan. In his own, in his own group message on WhatsApp. <laughs> Just him. <laughs> right then, so we've done our debate there. Please let us know your thoughts in the comments. We'll quickly do the clip. It's time for our clips. Oh, we're getting it now, aren't we? I love this part. Oh, we I'll tip things it. off as well. <laughs> oh, you got rid of you. You've got rid of your top no, ten. No, no, I can. Uh, I can I go. I can go. Okay, then. Um, so just intro it as your top ten Premier League managers right now, and then just literally just go ten all the way down to number one. Okay. Look down the camera if you're confident. My top ten. <laughs> sorry, go again. My... Sorry, I just laughed at you. Sorry, I said if you're confident and you just stare <laughs> so confidently. <laughs> Hold on, sorry. <laughs> oh dear. 
Here we go. Could be the end of me before the clip. We caught you really <clears> right. caught me off guard then. Sorry, so I'll go for it. My top ten managers right now, as in this season, right? Number ten, Thomas Frank. Nine, Rob Edwards. Eight, Deserby. Seven, Pep. Six, Klopp. Five, Hal. Four, Gary O'Neill. Three, I went for Big Ange. Number two, Arteta. Number one, Unai Emery. Slippy villains. Somehow doing it. Can you add one more caveat into it? And just repeat and just add Premier League in. Because you didn't say Premier League and I don't want I don't want the hate going towards you. I'm actually being a nice friend here. Okay. Do you want me to read the hot no, no, you can clip, can't you? you can, I fine. can clip. You can edit, you can edit. I'm actually being nice there. I thought for a second that this could we could be in the money, but I also thought <laughs> that's horrible. I on his reappearance. <laughs> on his first episode back he says top ten managers yeah. right now. And you go, This season right now, <laughs> Rob Edwards. And we've gone through it, you've ignored all the sides that are doing really oh, well across Europe. Yeah. So I'll I was ju- Please just say Premier League. Premier League. <laughs> no. Right, my top 10 managers in the Premier League right now, as in this season, this is only. There you go. Thank you. I really, I have no issue there. I don't know why I did that. No, well, I'm that I've, always got, I've always got you back, boys. As much <laughs> as I do you lot dirty with the clips, <laughs> I do have you back sometimes. <laughs> you still did a clip, though. But one without one, one before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can show you the one that could have been. The only person I've ever done dirty on a clip, and it, we always joke about it, is Joe. Kylian Mbappe and, and Joe. And he was okay with it. We actually told him in the moment when he he literally asked, yeah. he went, "I was only joking." I thought, "Nope, not the clip." No, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> the clip does not say that. Uh, yeah. Sorry, your turn, Ben. <clears throat> right, the delivery. Oh yeah, don't you worry. We'll get on to size stats. Sorry. I was trying to be quiet then. Him. Don't you it's worry. Okay. Go on, sorry, Ben. No, I was just minding right. mind Sam. It's okay. My top 10 Premier League managers right now, as in the last few weeks of when this goes live. Number 10, Iriola. Number 9, Moyes. Number 8, Deserby. Number 7, Frank. Number 6, Big Ange. Number 5, Pep. Number 4, Klopp. Number 3, Eddie Howe. Number 2, Emery. And number 1, Arteta. I like that. Good. I don't think our lists are all actually that crazy compared to each other there's only a few I think, we, I think we've all got like eight of the same managers in the top ten or something. Yeah. and they're all very similar there's nothing yeah. bar Gary O'Neill being in yours as and very Edwards. similar disrespected and <laughs> Edwards yeah everyone else's is pretty similar yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so my top ten at Premier League managers right now tenth Sean Dyche nine Thomas Frank eight Deserby seventh David Moyes sixth Big Ange, fifth, Eddie Howe, four, Pep Guardiola, third, Emery, second, Arteta, and number one, Jurgen Klopp. Can I just also write how nobody's gone for Postacoglu, just in case we completely butcher it in the the clip. (laughs) But it is just Big Ange. It's just Big Ange. It's like Big John down the pub, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) No one calls him John, it's Big John. Big John down the pub. Or Big Dave. Um, So... We didn't do it in the last episode because, to be fair, it was a long episode. So this is the time now. Sai Stats is back. And to a lot of people, just to understand what this is, Sai loves football stats and he goes out, does all of his research for us and brings it to the podcast. I stay at home and travel, yeah. but you know. go out your way though. You do a lot of research. Oh, do a lot of research. This pod, do a lot, mate. Do a lot. Exactly. But it was just for context because if people, we have got a lot of new listeners. We have, yeah. A lot this year. And a lot recently. So if you are new, this Sai is the stat man. I'm the stat man. <laughs> 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 Sorry, 
That's not the new theme tune, though, is it? Christ. No, he has got a theme tune. Are you ready right, for this? Really? Oh, it's been a while. Simon Stats. Simon Stats. Do you wanna hear Simon Stats? Simon Stats. That was really nice. I've really missed that. That was lovely, wasn't no, it? No, that's my ringtone when you call me. It's <laughs> not. I tried to help you with a bit of backing. We there, are going to go into Man United. Oh, good. Okay. Um, Man United this season. Gad Tashra never won on English soil in 117 years of existence until this season. Man United have never lost without opening two Champions League games in the group stage until this season. They haven't conceded three plus goals in three consecutive games since 1978 until this season. They've never conceded 23 shots in one game in at Old Trafford in Premier League history until this season. They've conceded 14 goals in five games <laughs> in the Champions League group stages, the most of any English team ever after five games. It's already the most May United have conceded in the Champions League group stages with one game to go. Before the looting game this season, Man United had only led a, a home games for 29 minutes in total. That was in game week 12, which is ridiculous. Um, Onana has the most um, errors leading to, leading to opposition, opposition goals since the 18-19 season in the Champions League. That's seven errors leading to goals in 44 appearances. The, the next closest is Neuer with three in 41 appearances. Man United have faced the third most shots in the Premier League this season, 214. The only teams to be worse than them is Luton and Sheffield United. <laughs> That's horrendous. George Mad, we get accused of, but from a lot of Man United fans, of using them for views. That has to be a clip because that was unreal, and it has to go out ASAP because they will be conceding more shots before. Oh yeah. So this has got to be an edit that goes out before this episode <laughs> oh wow they're going to be coming for me man I'm asking for trouble but it just screams can I, can I add one thing it. though can I add one positive stat to that yeah Onana currently has got the joint most clean sheets in the Premier League so this is a question as well because there you go sorry I just want to see look I can be positive United <laughs> fans I do like you but this is because everyone was going to have to die last year but he had the most clean sheets didn't he he had the golden glove. So actually, what what's going on there? Well, De Gea is going to Newcastle by the looks of things, isn't he? Have you yeah, seen that I've today? That linked. De Gea is going mental. off the back of the Pope injury. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say he's out for a, I reckon a long period of time. Well, I've never seen cup. Pope. I can't imagine he's um, a man who feels pain, but he did look in pain. Has a big shoulder to operate on as well. <laughs> it's a big shoulder. <laughs> big shoulder. Um, Oh, I'll throw a few more at you. to hold his arm yeah. up. Please don't be... In, they're not more United. No, no, no. No, 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 no. no we don't make United now. We're doing Put your voodoo just... dolls away. Yeah. Really you know, I'll, I'll give I'll give United fans some Christian Ronaldo stats just to keep him a bit happier. <laughs> so CR7 has scored 75 international goals since turning 30 years old. That's more than anyone has scored at any age for 192 nations, including England, France, Spain, Italy, Germany. Jeez. I think... The conversion of goal since turning 30, so he scored 75 international goals. So, which is more than what, sorry? 192 nations. Top, are, they, are they top goal scorers? Over the age of 30? Or just, no, all just together. in general? Oh, just in general. Mad. Yeah, it well, that makes sense, doesn't it? Because Kane's pad. got, what, like 56? Yeah. yeah. To be so, fair, I could score six and stat pad against Luxembourg. Well, there you go, yeah. As well. um, in 2016 Jeez. as well, CR7 won more trophies than he lost games. In, sorry, say that again. In 2016, CR7 
had won more trophies, four, than he had lost games, three. That's insane. That's mental, to be fair. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's that's just that's like a definition of a yeah. winner, that is, that, isn't it? Great. Point. Flip me. Talk about mentality as well. Loves that, don't he? Um, own goal. He's just one goal behind Harry Kane's all-time lean top goal scorer record for England. So own goal is England's top second top goal scorer. And they're catching. Yeah, own goal is catching Harry Kane. I like that. That's <laughs> great signing. Own goal is in it. For ages as well. So yeah. Um, yeah, never ages. <laughs> Timeless. Yeah. A few weeks ago, you mentioned about the best geos ever. You're all wrong. Oh, okay. Okay. The best duo ever is Maldini and Baresi. Granted, it was a bit before our time, but hear me out. I swear Matt mentioned them. Well, it wasn't number one, so therefore he's wrong. <laughs> no, Matt, Matt had him in because he was defenders. So I'm pretty sure Matt had... I'm I'm really sure because I feel okay. like all it was his honourable mention and yeah. said he hadn't watched them enough to put them in there. Which is I saw enough. a picture in one of the clips, definitely, that had Maldini in it. Matt, Matt definitely spoke about him, so at least give, okay. I'll let him give him Matt some props. Sorry, there. Matt, but these, they should be the, be the best duo ever, in my opinion. In 196 games they played together, they only conceded 23 goals. <laughs> okay? That's ridiculous. They're part of the AC Milan side to go 58 games unbeaten between 91 and 93. Including the entire 91-92 season that went unbeaten. In that season, Milan only conceded 21 goals overall in 91-92. Um, they also were part of a side that won the title, scoring less than one goal a game because their defence record was so strong together. In the 87-88 season, they conceded just 14 goals. 93-94, just 15 goals. So around this base, this duo of Baresi and Maldini, AC Milan are undoubtedly the best defensive side ever, at least in Europe. And you, I just think those stats alone, they're ridiculous. You've not watched Gareth McCauley and Jonas Olsen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've seen Ballon Dawson and all that, but I just think that... that Young Ballon Dawson at right back. Yeah, the, the, these two together, Maldini and Baresi, just... You've got to respect what they did, man. Yeah. Good hustle. I like Still it. The people have missed Simon's stats. They're, they're glad you're back. They've missed it. Welcome back, Simon. Um, and you, you're coming back as well. What people will love. He is coming back on another episode, so there'll be loads more. This is not... Sai is not gone. Sai is back. And hopefully here to stay. <laughs> Hashtag well. Sai is back. Sai is back. I never left. <laughs> the listeners will disagree with well, you. Okay, fair enough. They were asking. Because <laughs> a lot of people want to see you again for those Chelsea comments. <laughs> oh, no. Well, that's not a stat, so that's fine. <laughs> but no, thank you guys. Really enjoyable episode. Yeah, there you go. Some good stats there as well. I, I don't... I, to be honest, the Man United one, I, I, I don't want it against my name. To be honest, Might I'll post this one. Can I say, put it on your account. Yeah, all thirty followers. I'll follow that, please. Simon Stats. Yeah, on go, Instagram. Go follow Simon Stats if you haven't already. Uh, we'll tag it in the uh, the photo for the episode. It's ben, be back up and running shortly. <laughs> you need to be consistent. That's what people need. That's what people. Want. I agree. I need to be on here to, to be saying the stats. Don't I? It's very tiring. You're gonna, you're gonna, you see the little sneak peek into the world of why I don't get any sleep or vitamin D. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <pal> boy. <laughs> ben, thank you for coming on. Thank you again. 
Uh, Pleasure. Sorry, thank you as well. It's been a lovely week, thank you, Sam. Boys, it's been a lovely week. That's a really enjoyable episode. Enjoy your weekend. I enjoy. Yes, enjoy your weekend. Mm. Um, that's a really good debate. Uh, let us know what you thought of our top ten. Let us know any other top tens that you want us to do for current players. I know a lot of people have been asking for our top ten under twenty threes in Europe in the Premier League. Those will be coming in the new year. Don't you worry. Carl Palmer number one. Lots of yeah. <laughs> there's loads. Of, there's honestly the amount of episodes that people have sent in. We're cooking. Oh yeah, boy. I was worried two episodes. Love a week. that from you, fans. Oh yeah, they are the producers of the show. That's what we always say. Fan-led community. That's what we're we're I was worried when we started saying two episodes a week, we we're going to run out of debates. Flip me these lot. I want it. <laughs> they do. The Give Booker them the content. T. The Booker T is a, just hungry for I the know debate. You guys yeah. want it. It's the the notepad is nearly full? finished. Is it? It's nearly finished. We found you out near our storage as well. What are you going <laughs> to do when you fill it? Are you going sticking with a notepad or? Always, yeah. Always. I'm already on my second one. Oh, okay. But yeah. this one's now officially. Why are you starting a second one? You're still on the first. Because uh, this is the okay. podcast one now. That's a YouTube one. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave them all up there just so I want to keep them. Just Collection. So in years to come, I can look back and think what awful a, notes we used to write. Label Where down the years it was active. Euros. Right behind you. Oh, there it is. Right behind you. I do one for the Euros. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's it's about time. <laughs> do you remember when he did that? That's the, new listeners. Get ready. Go back. The Euros are coming. <laughs> The Euros are coming. <laughs> yes. And uh, class. Unreal. Yeah. And we'll wow. see you guys next week. Peace. Ciao, Bella.